dig. Hey, 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 friends. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. So in today's episode, we're going to dive into a few video games that we're currently digging on. To kick things off, we're going to talk about the new release of Tears of the Kingdom, the new installment for the Nintendo's Legend of Zelda. So this is a direct sequel from Breath of the Wild, and it's been released now for a couple days. So as of right now, only Uncle Bobby B and I are playing it, but I know Chris and AB, you both have played Breath of the Wild. Bobo, I want to hear your thoughts on it, man. How are you liking it so far? Um, First initial thoughts. So you know when you hype something up in your mind so high that it possibly can't meet it? I remember... Back in the day, we all went to see Taldega Nights in theaters, and I thought, like, how could this movie go wrong? It's got all our favorite actors. And then, like, you laugh, but it's just like, oh, it left you a little bit shy. But then in hindsight, you're like, oh, this has been great. Um, Breath of the Wild for me is maybe one of my favorite video games I've ever played. I've had so much pl- fun playing it. I've gone back through the story twice and, like, tried to uh, do everything twice and do the DLC. And so for years i've been anticipating this game because they dropped the first trailer i think back in 2019 uh, and then a little thing called covid happened or didn't depending on who you ask <laughs> um, but uh our brothers to the east say it did and so they shut down the uh, development for quite some time and then they brought it back and over the last year we've gotten more trailers more trailers but nintendo's always pretty cryptic about it um so when friday rolled around i was at a fever pitch of excitement and as soon as diving in i was just floored um they instantly corrected so many things that people didn't like about the last game whether it was i think first and foremost being a little bit more story driven uh breath of the wild was just kind of exploring this incredible world and doing what you want with it and then people ended up breaking the game uh nintendo clearly liked that people just broke the game so they wanted people to really try to break the game in this one and do whatever they wanted but yeah the story was just so engaging from the beginning i thought the great plateau was a nice like introductory level and then this one like literally takes you eight hours to get off of um to learn the mechanics of the game it felt like i i kept i was like i just want to play the real game i'm stuck in the sky on this uh island but once you get down there i couldn't stop like i was like a an add kid i was like oh look over there look over there like you know when you go to the i keep doing analogies but when you go to like the cheesecake factory you don't know exactly what you want and then there's a menu of like 200 items that's what i felt like for the first half hour or like five hours playing this game because I just did whatever I saw and then nothing got done because I was like, oh, I'll do this shrine. And then I was like, oh, I'll play with this thing and then I'll go in the castle for a bit. Um, and then I finally was like, I need to accomplish a task. Um, but yeah, uh, rambled on a bit there, but that tells you just how much I'm loving this right now. No, man, I hear you. Yeah, I'm also loving it too as well. I guess slight, you know, I'm, I don't want to say complaint, but I mean, I, I love Legend of Zelda. We've talked. I've talked about this franchise before. It's my by far my favorite franchise of of the video game series. The only thing is, I feel like I wish they didn't start you off from zero. I get it that you have to do that kind of thing. It's a brand new game, but I was hoping since it is a direct sequel of Breath of the Wild that you're going to be able to have a lot, you know, at least a fair amount of your items and skill sets, and you you would be able just to start from there. But of course, you know, with the game, it sets you back. You got to start from zero. There's training parts of it, which, again, I, I understand. But I kind of just wish they would have just... Everyone who's playing this game probably put 50 to 100 hours into Breath of the Wild. So they know what to do, you know. And I get there's a few 
functionalities are a little bit different, but yeah, I was, I was just kind of hoping not quite for a carbon copy of Breath of the Wild, but I'm not that far in it yet. Still loving it, still really enjoying it, enjoying all the different runes that you're getting. Um, I actually like the runes better in this game than Breath of the Wild, minus not having bombs at your disposal anytime you need them. But yeah, still still really enjoying it. And I'm really excited to see where it goes from here. I didn't play Majora's Mask or Ocarina of Time. Was Majora's Mask like a spiritual s- sequel? Was it a sequel? Yeah, I would say it. it is loosely a sequel. I mean, you're getting Link, young Link. He's uh, continuing his story at the end of Ocarina of Time. Um, his fairy Navi flies away. So he's looking for her. So the, the, it's not a direct story sequel. He ends up in like an alternate universe alternate world where a lot of the same characters look the same from ocarina of time gameplay a lot of the you know weapons and you know fighting abilities are are pretty similar um but it's not like tears of the kingdom is it's not a direct like hey this is story and this is you know story to be you know to you know kind of continue that so it's like an alternate universe i haven't gotten to these places yet but apparently this game checks your save file from breath of the wild and like introduces things that you had in the previous game there was one i went to one location i don't want to give spoilers because it's kind of a wholesome one but i went to one location on the map to see what had changed um and it definitely had some holdover from the story before so this is literally like i don't know zelda months years right after the last events and damn it ganon's back again you won't believe it good old ganon man can't keep that guy down but i'm curious to hear the other chris's thoughts man um as i mentioned before you aren't currently playing tears of the kingdom but you did play breath of the wild i know we've talked about tears of the kingdom talked about the trailers man so what are your thoughts man when do you plan on playing the game and um what are you expecting from it um yeah i'm definitely gonna pick it up in a few weeks here i just beat uh jedi survivor which we could talk about in a little bit so probably take a little gaming break but then i'm gonna dive right into it man i'm super excited it seems like from all the advertising like being up, up in the sky is gonna be a thing and it also looks like he's got some type of fucking crazy like metal arm or or you said you mentioned runes maybe he's got a rune arm i don't know i've tried not to look at any info for the game because it's a zelda game I'm like i know i'm gonna love this game so I'm just excited to explore that sky world and see, yeah, what's changed in Hyrule from one game to the next and with characters. I always love when games get really good sequels and actually have good continuity with like side characters and shit. I really dig that. So like Mass Effect 2 would be a good example of that. Mm -hmm. I noticed that the mechanics, there's a lot more crafting and you can add, you can combine things and put things on your shield. Yeah. Obviously, you guys know, is, is it is it pretty extensive? Like... Yeah, that's one aspect of this game that I'm finding really fun. I mean, you can essentially, kind of like what Babo said, is kind of breaking the world. You can fuse things together. You can get to spots that, you know, might be out of reach. And I, I ended up in a previous game, you could climb and stuff, but they're making it easier to kind of get to things and really just whatever you want to do, you can do. You can build vehicles, you can build weapons, you can add on to weapons. It's really fun. I would say the vehicle at this point, building the vehicles is a is a little bit wonky. I've seen kind of gameplay of people who are a lot further in the game, and it seems like the vehicle creations are gonna get a little bit more intuitive and developed, and you'll just be able to to utilize them better. Cause as of right now, my little log boat with the fan doesn't quite <laughs> doesn't quite live up to expectations. But again, 
I'm very early on in the game and, you know, building the vehicles and, and weaponry, weaponry is going to be something that's a you know, huge part of the game. And it, it's been fun. You know, it's a little tedious at times, but still a, a good addition to a Zelda game. Yeah, I would say the crafting is almost crippling because you're like, am I making the right decision by merging these two things together? Like all the swords are very like it's basically just a handle. It doesn't matter what it like in the last game when you got like a uh knight's claymore or something like that like you tried to make that last for as long as possible because it was like 92 damage but like here every weapon starts with like eight and then it depends what you merge it with whether it's a rock or some sort of like they're called zoni like these robot pieces or something like that or uh a magoblin's horn and you're like is this the right move um and you just don't know well yeah (laughs) i've been messing (laughs) with a lot of magoblin's horns can you combine (laughs) them with an animal um, uh, you can't, but not that I see it. it has to be an, an object. There's those. Uh, I don't know if you if you played the first one. There's those little like Korok challenges, oh, yeah. and that's probably the best thing to come out of this game because Twitter or Reddit is hilarious right now with people just torturing those little guys. They like oh, wow. strap them to rockets and then blast them like across the map, and they're just screaming like, "I want to be with my friend." Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's over here snorting lines of horn and just getting all fucking murdery <laughs> goblin horns, baby. You've been gobbling something. Get through the day, baby. All righty. So that was some great uh, Tears of the Kingdom talk. But yeah, Chris, you're talking about Jedi Survivor. You already beat it, man. Yeah, I couldn't stop playing it, to be honest with you. Uh, if you enjoyed the first game, you'll enjoy this game. The same way in Zelda, it's a direct sequel to the first one. It takes place five years after the first. And you're it's not a spoiler. It's just how the game's set up at the very beginning. You're split up from your old team and you got a new team. And as the game progresses, obviously you run into people from your past and everything. But the story is just really good Star Wars story. And without like uh, doing any retconning of current material, like it's able to tell its own really cool story on its own. And it leaves the door open. They always said they want it to be a trilogy for a third one. And I'm very interested to see what they'll do with it based on how this one ended. It was pretty, pretty crazy. Amazing game. give us like a... A minor. I didn't play the first game, so I don't okay. even know anything. I've seen I've seen the actor, like the real life dude. Yeah, like in the little, Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, and I've seen like some trailers, but I don't know what's the it's like an open world adventure fighting game. It's almost um, like on its normal setting. It's very hard and you could turn it up and be even more hard. People call it like a Dark Souls light game, I guess. So it's all about like parrying and attacking and stuff like that as a Jedi and then exploration. And the the guys who did this made Titanfall, like the wall running and all that shit. So the exploration is extremely fluid in the game, as is the combat. And it really can make you feel like you're a fucking Jedi when you're just tearing apart a whole squad of stormtroopers or taking down an ATST and shit. It's tight. Yeah, Cal Kestis is a, he was a Jedi Padawan. And, you know, not to be, I mean, the game's been out for a while, but it showcases his escape from order 66 and then he's like in hiding and he goes on and um former jedis are they're they're trying to get a what do you call it the 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 uh, wayfinder right the death star yep that was <laughs> oh, it holocron holocron uh, yes, i like fig pretending like he doesn't know exactly what this is because he knows he's like on way too nerdy here he's just like oh what's that thing uh, no i'm mad he that pushes i up his glasses i'm mad that i didn't know it man the holocron it's uh or sensitive children and he's trying to there's obviously the empire it's like five years after 
Order 66. And yeah. then, you know, he's just going through that adventure. And so you say the this this new one's taking place five years after the original video game. Yeah. And he's definitely like come into his own more as a Jedi. Like you don't really lose any powers from the first. You kind of expand upon them. So you start out being like a badass and he's gained a lot of knowledge and you can customize your guy in this one, not like the color of his hair or anything, but all his hairstyles and his facial hair. And you find like exploring finds you like new force powers and new cosmetics and stuff. So it really pushes you to go all over the map and see everything. And you can find like, you know, little uh, journals and shit that tell you more about the Star Wars world. It's pretty cool if you're a fucking Star Wars nerd like me. Go ahead, Bobby. Can you choose your path? Or are you, are you just? Uh, I know you're guy. a good guy. You're a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> like nice of the old Republic. You're like I already don't want to. You're play definitely that. like a uh, way more of a gray Jedi in this one, I guess you'd say. Like Calcasus mm-hmm. is not afraid to start bending the fucking rules against the Empire without. Yeah, but if like pulling anything in the game, if I ran into younglings, do I have the option to do what I want? Or... <laughs> no, no. Stop I think snorting that horn, dude. That's what's cool about this game, which I kind of wish Tears of the Kingdom did, was just like let you have all the shit that you collected from the other one, or at least 25% of it. Because I was watching a little bit of gameplay of Jedi Survivor, and I was like, oh, it looks like you still have the moves and the things you learned from Jedi Fallen Order, which I'm like, yeah, why would you lose that stuff? And so that that's cool that they kind of kept up with it. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do some type of like MacGuffin where he, you know, lost his connection to the forest through some injury or some shit. You had to relearn everything. I like that. They're like, nah, he's he's a badass. Have fun. So I, I highly recommend it to even if you're not a Star Wars fan, it's just a fun game. Dude, I've wanted to play it and I just never got around to it. So maybe I'll try to look for a special deal on the first one, knock that out and then play the second one. But I feel like the last Star Wars game I really played was a long time ago, man. And I want to say it was like Obi-Wan for like Xbox, like the first one. Pod it's been a minute. On N64? Oh, Pod Classic. Racer. Yeah. Very classic. That would be dope, dude. Does it explain how he got his new lightsaber? Or does that just happen? Who, who is it like Cal Kestis. Um, I he just has one when it starts off this, but I mean, he's like so good at building them and shit. I guess you, it's just assume that he right. knows how. Yeah, I was watching, um, because I don't have the next gen, so I just put on the walkthrough for the fuck of it just to watch the same <laughs> dude play it. Yeah. And yeah, man, the story is dope. I love that you encounter a lot more droids. Yeah, so it was like really cool seeing the droids, and then like not not a big spoiler, but seeing the stormtroopers and droids fighting each other. Yep, and then you you fight them, and you know, so it's like there's there's bad guys fighting each other, and then uh, and then I got a little taste of the main story that he comes in contact with right. uh, a certain guy. Um, <laughs> no spoilers, but uh, AB tells the whole story. <laughs> comes, oh, comes, in, comes in contact with a certain guy. Let's name him Mark Mader. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. But but the story, the that story was, the was like shit. Yeah, the the story was dope, man. And and I really, I I gotta play it because I I played yeah, the first likes one more joys because world. the joys can't say no. And one last thing that's oh, really yeah. dope about it is your like hub in the world. You know, if you guys play open world games, you, know, you kind of have like a hub. You can go back to your base. It's a cantina in this. And as you explore the world, oh, you dope. can find like random ass people and save them or just encounter them and recruit them. And they go back and you can find them all hanging out at the cantina. So by like middle of the game, the place is fucking jumping with music Dude. and all the people you're recruiting. <laughs> that's dope. And it's very pitch. They're all just getting wasted. They're like, hey, yeah, come I mean, over yeah. here. 
Does yeah. you have to pick your lightsabers and stuff? Uh, you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right off the bat, too. They don't make you wait for any of that shit. So what color you choose? All in the first game, green, baby. Interesting, Alex. What color would you choose? Uh, I would have chose green. Green, Dave, for sure, dude. I'd what are the do. What are the options? Is oh, it just white and green? No, it's like gold, white, turquoise, oh, green, uh, orange, like cyan. Yeah, Man. there's a white lot. Seems hey, pretty would be tied to the Dang, purple one and the cyan are really cool too. I mean, cyan's pretty cool. Dope. I would. Uh, I was gonna say purple could sure. be dope. If I could have yeah. a real saber, I'll just take whatever color you know, whatever you guys don't want. I'll just do black, dude. That'd be sick. You can't have that. That's dark saber. <laughs> is it true? This is a bit off topic. Is it true that um, Samuel L. Jackson made his lightsaber purple so he could see himself when he was on screen? Like that, motherfu- that motherfucker wanted yeah. to stand out. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. he committed he asked, Lucas because he's yeah. Yeah, Lucas, yeah, I can't say no, dude. He asked him and he was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll give you a purple saber. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think he ever really thought about it. <laughs> pretty awesome right on man yeah i can't wait to play this one and then another one i can't wait to play mr ab well chris you're playing hogwarts legacy too right or you you did play it yeah i played a bunch. i did not get all the way to the end but i did play a ton of it right on ab how you liking it so far um yeah man i forgot that it was coming out after a while with all the put back pushbacks but uh downloaded that bitch and it's fun man <laughs> i mean i love the harry potter world and it's a huge open world i mean the castle is insane the amount of exploration is wild i think that the the combat is actually really cool i was really curious to see how like wand fighting was going to be or dueling and that was actually really cool. And it's surprisingly really challenging. I, I'm, I've died quite a lot thinking that I could just go in and like thinking it was like a kid's game, but it's not. It's pretty dark, but uh, I am really fucking impressed with it. Um, I'll admit, though, I'm taking my time, though. So I would rather play a little Star Wars, but is it, I'm excited. It, is it? open world too is this game open world too as well or is it kind of like oh, Jedi survivor where it's like yeah. kind of open world but also very linear in story there's a there's like doors that aren't open that you can't that you have to you have to have certain levels to get to but yeah forbidden forest hogsmeade hogwarts uh there's more to it and there's a lot of stuff where you can just wander around and meet people and i feel like i just jumped into a uh story at the forbidden forest that i was like holy shit like i almost feel like it was kind of a mission that i should have done later in the game but i just jumped right into it um so yeah dude the, the open world i haven't even got to fly a broom and i think yeah. you can fly like a hippogriff and and stuff like that and, and i can fly pretty much that. anywhere which is really dope like they don't really? you can't fly like over the castle and right over the towns but like anywhere else in the open world so it makes it really easy to get around which mm. is cool yeah i feel like yeah. You know, you guys already said it, but no Quidditch. And I'm really kind of really feel like they really fucking let that one go. Yeah, they should just like, poured yeah. it in the Quidditch game from back in the day. Yeah. It was so fun. I mean, yeah. I love that. They're old like, welcome, room, so. welcome to the world of Harry Potter minus Quidditch. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, the whole Quidditch pitch is there. You can fly brooms, but they're like, you know what? Can you watch I it? Can't. Can you watch a no. game? And now they're know. coming out yeah. with a standalone Quidditch game. So it's like, why didn't you just make this like a DLC for that yeah, game? Dude. Yeah. DLC. Fuck, you man. can play online that way, like, or dueling. You can, you know, but maybe they will. Is it is it a multiplayer online too as well or no? No, no just I a, think it's just single player. Single player. Oh, Are dude. there any of the uh, classical characters there? Like, 
like Hagrid. Oh, dude, this anybody? is like old, bro. This is like it, everybody's. Uh, like it takes place like 150 years or something before. Oh, okay, okay. dude. Right. It's funny because like the we there's a Weasley and a couple Weasleys in there. Um, and I did do like the quick thing, and I ended up being in Ravenclaw, and I was never gonna pick Ravenclaw, <laughs> but the fucking questions it asked, and I was like, you know what? Since I answered these questions, I'll. Being Ravens. You like hurried up and reset your Xbox. <laughs> well, yeah. well, you can change it in the end. It'll ask you like, what do you want to do? And at least, like, uh, not, at least it's not Hufflepuff, right, guys? Yeah. Wait, how many years? How many years in the future did you say it was? Or in the past? In the like, past. Either 100 or 150, I want to say. Ah, uh, Quidditch didn't exist yet. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, they gave me Slytherin. No, definitely. Evil motherfucker, dude. Oh, it did? Yeah. I, thought, I was like, I answered the questions like I thought. Ravenclaw, baby. Hey, Ravenclaw's cool. I saw the video of like the different uh, house dormitories or whatever they're called. And I would have picked just off of that because some of them have really sick ones, like the common rooms and stuff like that. (laughs) Ravenclaw's Uh, is actually really cool. Ravenclaw's is probably the coolest. I love, I like Slytherin because they're bad and they're fun. (laughs) Like a dungeon or something. Do you have to say that, like Alex was saying, they did like the castle and the, the attention to detail and the world and everything like so fucking well running around the castle you're like oh this is like they couldn't have made the castle and the grounds better at all and yeah if you're a harry potter fan like it's just really dope to get immersed mm-hmm. in and run around my only complaint is that once you get towards like the later stages of the game and out further from the castle it's kind of like repetitive it feels like they put like all their effort almost into like the castle area so i just kind of wish they would have fleshed that out a little bit more but i still would give it like a great rating and mm-hmm. i can recommend see everyone play it it's fun, man. Anybody, I mean, Harry Potter fan, like. Yeah, it's the world they did is fucking amazing. And running around the castle for tens of hours was um, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, snog? Uh, oh, I'm a bad fan. What is snogging? Oh, Harry Potter yeah. kissing. Are we just talking about fucking? Are we just talking about fucking? <laughs> it was just kissing. You can't. It's, yeah. It's like, it's like soaking, but uh, like it's a Harry Potter term. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Snogging is forbidden. It's like you can't hug, <laughs> but you use Hogwarts. your wand to do it. <laughs> you can snog buttholes, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh my God. You're one, those, you're one of those 2023 wizards, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah, that's, uh, that's another game. I actually <laughs> so had it. <laughs> all right that's a great episode of things we did guys later so, uh, now i had buttholes later <laughs> i had this game um i'm still i'm still really excited for it. i mean jedi survivor is gonna gonna trump it but yeah it got pushed back and i was like oh that's gonna be out the same time as tears of the kingdom and i just that one obviously trumped it too but mm-hmm. definitely excited to play this one it looks like a lot of fun and yeah huge harry potter fan so it's just hard to find time to play yeah, <laughs> all these games yeah. get so yeah. engrossed. Like, I it's would... also it's also fucking playoffs right now for hockey and basketball, which I've been heavily watching. So it's like <laughs> trying to find time in between all right. of that shit, dude. Is it's rough. Uh, adulting fucking not recommended to all you kids out there. Yeah, stay young. If you're a kid out there, somehow listening to this pod, and you're playing video games all day long, keep on trucking, brother. Because the play times enjoy it. Cool. I was gonna say I've been playing Burger Time a lot of Burger Time lately. Burger Time. Pod's, pod's, pod's over, Dave. Pod's over. <laughs> What's Burger Time? And, and so David's oh, the game ran out of time. Sorry, from the Dave. early '80s, it's 
formatted almost like Donkey Kong, but you go across like those ladders and stuff, boy. and you have to drop burger ingredients down on the platform below the ladders. And mm. there's bad foods that are like trying to attack you as you're making your way across and stuff. <laughs> Evil calories. <laughs> Is that on like the uh, like the emulator, the Switch emulator? I have I have an emulator at my house, and I'll throw that on sometimes. This, but this... I don't know if it's on the actual Switch. But I have like an actual little cherry. Is I what a little box still pie. working. The main character's name is Chef Peter Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Is it really? It is. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. All right, friends. Great video game talk. But until next time, later days. All right. See you later, guys. Have a good one. Keep on snogging, everyone. Love you guys.